0: rough greens is our sponsor you want the best life for your dog at least i do and i i think everybody who's in this audience you know you have an animal a cat or a dog you love them they're part of the family when you have a dog you treat them like they're part of the family and they do become one so what are you doing to make sure your dog has the optimum health If you're feeding your dog dry kibble food, it's dead food. It's all been sterilized, so it can sit on the shelf. Legally, it has to be able to sit on the shelf for two years uh, without decaying. So it's dead. Rough Greens is not a food. It is a supplement that you put on top of that food. And it's filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants, the things that your dog needs to be healthier, the things we need to be healthier, and they love it. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out just to make sure that they love it as much as Uno does. All you pay for is the shipping. Just go to RoughGreens.com slash back. Free bag, RoughGreens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back or eight. 3 glen 33 Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hello America, it is Tuesday. Today, today I'm gonna start with what's happening in our schools and who's standing up against it. It is crazy. Tomorrow on our Wednesday night special, I'm going to expose the the sex agenda. It is grooming that is going on. It fits the definition perfectly and it is well thought out, well coordinated, well hidden, and very well financed. That'll be on tomorrow's program, but what's happening in our schools? It's insanity. We begin in 60 seconds. Pat wrote in about her experience with Rough Green. She said, I was in a severe car accident about a year and a half ago, and I I have horrible back pain and shoulder pain ever since. I started taking Relief Factor recently, and it's almost like I have a new body. Thank you, Relief Factor. Uh, Patricia, thank you for trying it. If you're living with pain, may I recommend that you give Relief Tra- Factor a try, just like Patricia did. You might be able to get your life back. 70% of the people who try it for the three-week trial pack, they go on to order more. And I'm telling you, if it, stop taking it after three weeks. If you don't see any results, probably not going to work for you. But 70% of the people go on to order more month after month. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number 4, Relief. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. So in uh, Brisbane, we have this amazing story. Students at an elite private school are walking on all fours and cutting holes into their uniforms for tails as they identify as cats or foxes. A handful of students believe now that they are animals and have been asked to be called furries by their peers at the girls' grammar school. Girls have been caught preening themselves, licking on the backs of their hands, and walking around with their arms hanging towards the ground as if they are on all fours. When a girl went to sit at a spare desk, another girl screamed at her and said she was sitting on her tail. There was a slit in this child's uniform where the tail apparently is, a concerned parent said. Girls who identify as felines are walking around every day in the school. The bizarre trend has sparked concern among parents who have been left speechless by the woke behaviors. A psychologist, Judith Locke, said she wasn't surprised by the emergence of the new trend. She claims it was only a matter of time before people began to identify as animals. But there's a real challenge around the acceptance of people's decisions and how they see themselves these days. It's a fraught area. No, actually, it's really not, Judith. You're not an animal. She said that uh, it could also be used by students who were delaying age-appropriate developments. Another adolescent uh, psychologist there in Brisbane, Michael Carr-Gregg, said he's only come across one client who has identified as an animal in his 25 years of practice. The client was a young boy who identified himself as a dog. Dr. Carr-Gregg said once the stressors in his life were removed, the boy resor- uh, um, resorted back to being a human being. What a shock. <sighs> we have got to stand up, and it is really, really difficult to do it. A former Virginia High School PTA president. Uh, He is a the former president of the Parent Teachers Association at Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. He's the current vice president for the Fairfax County Association for the Gifted. Uh, And uh, he's one of the guys that was criminally charged. For expressing his opinion that people that are doing these things are groomers. Harry Jackson joins us now. Hello, Harry. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. So can you tell us the story on what happened?
1: Sure. A little bit of a backstory. So you mentioned a few associations that I'm involved with. But when I joined this fight, this fight against the groomer movement, this fight against, against the CRT that's been infecting our school and poisoning our children's minds, I joined two organizations that made me a target. Uh, the first one is I'm a parent advocate for parents defending education. That was a primary motivation for, these, for this, these politically motivated hits where I was charged with criminal libel and slander, which was dismissed with prejudice. I also host as part of my efforts to fight back. I'm also with the Coalition for TJ that fought, that's fighting against the racist admissions policies that, in, that impacted the number one high school in America for the last two years. And I've been exposing it on a, on a show I have on usanow.tv called Education Matters. So a little bit of a backstory um, during this fight back in 2012, minding my own business, I saw the CRT come, come and creep its way into our school system, particularly with admission, cha- admission changes to Thomas Jefferson. On the other side, Jorge Tirico, he's within the democratic establishment. He was pro CRT and anti-racist training. Now I'm relating CRT to the groomer move because the two are interrelated. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Black Lives Matter, they don't have it on the website now, but if you use the Wayback Machine, you'll find it. That also attaches, they also attach other movements to the black yes, struggle. And right. part of this was, yes, and a lot of this was the LGBTQ affirmation, not acceptance, but affirmation. That's important. And most of us in society, we're very familiar with when we get to the letter T with transgender pronouns, transgender athletes competing in sports. We don't talk about Q the queer and what also is which is involved in that in that aspect now there's a book that i was also protested against when i was president of ptsa called gender queer um and if you look at page 135 in that book there's a book there was plateau has parad- in that book on page 25 sex between man and a boy and that was made its way into our schools for his children as young as 11 years old within Lake Braddock Secondary School, Lake Robinson Secondary School. I protested against it. Other opponents such as Mr. Tirico were for it. But that's not. The, don't, that, just to give you a framework of what had happened. Now, during the PTA meeting uh, back in November of 2020, um, I was on the PTSA Diversity Committee at this point in time. Um, Jorge Tirico was in the meeting and I've been through training to identify grooming. I've, I'm a scout master. I'm an Eagle scout. I've been through that training. I've been through Veritas training for the Catholic church to identify and recognize the signs of, of grooming. And during this meeting, myself and other parents had witnessed inappropriate contact with a minor. And those parents, a group of parents, not myself at this point in time had contacted not the, the PTSA president and the principal of the school, and Bon responded back recognizing that yes there was an issue and that she would be addressing it now i thought that would be the end of this perhaps this person wasn't aware of what their conduct was Um, this was when crt was all about race before it moved over to the gender issues moving forward to a year later into september i'm now president of ptsa I'm getting through third-party channels that Mr. Tirico wants to work with me in outreach to, uh, uh, to, for, for outreach. He brings up this issue during a Twitter war where I mentioned to him, I say to him, I do not want to you approach me to work with me to outreach to minorities to get
0: to Thomas Jefferson.
1: And I said, I don't want to work with you. I said, I, I saw what you did last night. You exhibited signs of grooming.
0: Let me read the tweet exactly. After seeing you in action last night, I am not comfortable with you working, uh, working with you and engaging children. It was very disturbing seeing you exhibit grooming behavior. I do work with children and I get background checks. I suggest you do the same because last night was creepy.
1: Yes, last night it was. It was creepy. And this person, Jorge, what he ended up doing was going through the Virginia statute. And he looked up under a chastity code um, about the statute that was amended in 2020 to protect the virtue and chastity of a woman, but they changed the word woman to person. And then he filed not one, not two, but three, but four criminal complaints that were signed off by a magistrate to prosecute me for a class three, a misdemeanor for libel and slander. Now, to my surprise during this, whole ordeal the parents within the community the ones that were there that saw it they all raised money and hired an attorney for me and then uh, i was very fortunate to be represented by uh, RightDefense.org and marina medvin that took on the case when it became apparent that the, the, the prosecutor's office steve discano a soros backed attorney yeah. intended to prosecute me as a parent dealing with a child safety concern where the same d.a is not even prosecuting Child rapists. There's a couple of cases within our I county know. where he has not, not prosecuted child rapists, but he'll prosecute a parent that calls out grooming, which is what well, you're supposed to do because he, grooming is highly effective.
0: He is a uh, he's a Soros-backed guy. So so tell us, I'm sorry to cut you short, but yeah. t- tell us what happened. You, 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 the judge ruled in your favor, did he not?
1: Yes, the judge ruled in my favor. At first, uh, the, the prosecutor's office wanted to know Prost. That they would give them the option to keep these these charges over my head. Then they wanted to try to dismiss without prejudice, so they could possibly bring this up again. And uh, we fought that, and we had it dismissed with prejudice since there was no evidence to support any
0: of their claims. So, what did you? What advice do you give parents?
1: Well, the, the advice I have for parents is that. You know, you're, if you're if you're anti CRT one, you're not racist, and, I'm, and yeah, I'm on the radio, but I'm black. I was the first black president of the, of the Thomas Jefferson PTSA, mm-hmm. and I was anti CRT. You're, if you're if you're feeling hurt being called a racist, it does, you're not a racist. It means you're a good person if you feel if you feel offended by that. The other thing is that you need to, parents need to pay attention to these other issues that they that they are attaching to it, the LGBTQ affirmation. Most of us agree that everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect, and we don't want to cause harm to other people maliciously. But when you look at this cute aspect, which is the yeah, queer like the theory umbrella, the queer theory, you, there is a movement. There, they are trying to make intellectual arguments to deal away with pedophile stigmat- uh, the stigmatization yep. of pedophilia, and that is a big concern. They're calling themselves minor, minor attracted persons, mm-hmm. and, they're, and, they're, and they consider them a part of the queer community. And when you, and you really have to look at these books that they're pushing into libraries, and it is and it is gender queer. Page 135, It's parad- It's, it's a ha- it depicts a young boy being fondled by an adult male and enjoying it. And that is very disturbing. And they're pushing that to children as young as 11 in our schools.
0: So we've been talking to Dr. Harry Jackson about what is happening just in Virginia. Um, but you would oh, think it's just in Virginia, but it's not. I can guarantee you it's in, a, in Texas and Alaska and Utah and everywhere else. Um, Harry, thank you so much and, uh, keep up the fight. I hope to talk to you again. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now, somebody that is doing something about it legally in another state. We'll talk about that coming up in just a second. Stubbornly high inflation is challenging the economy like nobody's business. The Biden administration continues to steer the ship in the precise wrong direction. Last month, consumer prices were up by 8.5%. That's the highest they've been in 40 years. And that's a lie. Actual inflation rate is 17.1. Please take a hard look at your finances now, your budget, your mortgage. Let American Financing look at them with you. Uh, They know what they're doing. They're they're a leading lender during difficult times. They continue to help homeowners just like you save a ton of money every month, as much as $1,000. And they can do that without having to restart your loan term. They don't want you spending money on years that you don't need. So they offer custom loans that are 10 years and above. Whatever makes sense for your budget. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. (music) A Texas high school teacher has been fired and faces up to a year in jail for allegedly screening porn on a projector during class. He said uh, he accidentally uh, uh, was viewing porn and it accidentally went onto the projector. Uh, He was fired. Uh, He could face up to a year in jail and a fine of four thousand dollars. All appropriate legal action will be taken to the fullest extent of the loss at the school district. The scandal. This is my favorite part. uh, Divided parents with one mom saying it's very inappropriate, very unprofessional. But another saying she was saddened at losing him as an educator. He was an excellent teacher and our kids loved him. Uh Uh-huh, Bye bye Uh, Also, anti-racist author Ibram Kendi. Uh, Kendi, who is a contributing writer for The Atlantic, the Andrew W. Mellon professor in the humanities and director of the Boston University Center for Anti-Racist Research, went off talking about how the GOP is only grooming white supremacists. Also, the University of New Hampshire professor, he has come out and said... You know, when you're trying to prevent sex crimes against children, it's important to recognize that children themselves sometimes initiate sexual activity with adults. So it might be the kid's fault. I mean, after all, the kids want it. Um, Mike Moon is with us. He is a Missouri state senator, and he has introduced the SAFE Act, Save Adolescents from Experimentation in Missouri. Welcome to the program. How are you?
2: I'm well. I hope you are too, Mr. Beck. (laughs) Well,
0: uh, if our country wasn't on fire, I would be better. But other than that, uh, Mrs. Lincoln, the play was fine. Um, So, Senator, tell me what you're doing in Missouri.
2: Well, the, the SAFE Act stands for Save Adolescents from Experimentation. And this is based on a bill that was actually passed in Arkansas last year. And it will prohibit. A healthcare provider from providing any gender transition procedures on a minor. And where is it? Uh, in the process. It's four, yeah, it's number fourteen on the formal calendar, and what that means is it's going to have a hard time getting passed unless we apply pressure to the majority floor leader of the Senate. Uh, and uh, so, Missourians, if you're out there listening, please contact your senators and ask them to push the SAFE Act. We need to pass this this year to protect minor children from uh, experimentation. It's abusive, and okay. we need to get this done.
0: So you're talking about the use of gender reassignment drugs and therapies and surgeries? Yeah, okay. that's right. And, and they're not FDA-approved, correct?
2: Correct. Yes, yeah, so they have long-lasting, irreversible consequences. And we've had folks who have actually gone through these procedures and they understand that it's abusive. And so they're actually uh, uh, coming to us, asking us and urging us to get this passed.
0: So um, what is the reaction from the average person there in the <laughs> Capitol and then the average person on the street?
2: Well, I guess what what is uh, the definition of average? are <laughs> Those yeah. who are adamantly opposed to what we're doing, they think it's taking away their rights. And what is sad is that we've had kids, um, 11, 12, 10 years old coming in, actually being allowed to testify, provide witness testimony during the hearing. And um, they're saying, don't take away my rights. But surveys and uh, studies have shown that if we allow kids just to be kids, let them grow up normally, when they reach puberty, most of them, I think 90 plus percent, uh, realize that, hey, I'm OK with who I am. Right. And they don't want to do this after all. Um,
0: but then let's just say it: it is 10 percent that do go through with it. The argument on the other side is, yeah, but then they don't have the opportunity to to change who they believe they are, uh, because once you get out of puberty, things are pretty locked in.
2: Well, there have been people who have done it anyway. And um, I, I'd say let them grow up. Let them do the things, as I mentioned, that kids normally experience during childhood. And then when they're 18 and they want to continue doing this, they can have whatever body parts severed and they can do whatever they want to do. I mean, it's just bizarre that we think that we can change our, our sexual nature. And uh, it can't be done. And we, I think we're kidding ourselves. It's a mental illness, exactly This is what it is. Dr. Paul McHugh from Johns Hopkins University has deemed it an illness. He was once the darling of the left. Now he's considered the devil uh, just because he doesn't go along with what they think uh, is right.
0: So this is Bill 843. To get it, it's already left committee, but to get it to yeah. be debated and voted on, what do you need people to do?
2: Well, they need to contact their Missouri senators and ask them to put pressure on the majority floor leader, To bring this up Um, unfortunately in missouri on the formal calendar in which it is it's number 14 we take things in order but the bills that are before it could be laid over and so encourage uh, handlers of the bills that are 1 through 13 to lay their bill over so we can get this up as quickly as possible
0: Uh, is the uh, is this a republican or a democratic senate Uh, we are majority
2: republican Oh, well, we, we say we done. are. Yeah, but not really. It's
0: amazing. Uh, we, it is. Yeah. It's remarkable how bad these Republicans are becoming. Some of them. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so call your your state senator in Missouri and say yeah. move Bill eight forty three up. Lay the other bills aside for uh, the time being, so you can get this one through. Uh, it's amazing. Right. Mike, thank you so much. I, uh, I really appreciate it. It's uh, Missouri State Senator Mike Moon. Uh, and again, the bill is bill number 843. Back in a minute.
1: The Glenn Back Program.
0: You know, every morning I get up and I think to myself, they can take my sheets and my pillow away from me. Well, I feel exactly the way I do with my guns. You can pry them from my cold dead hands. Um, this is this is how passionate I am, and I think a lot of people are about their my pillow and their sheets. I use my. I am shocked, shocked every day when I use my pillow because I would have never purchased it in the store. It was given to me by by Mike Lindell. I didn't like it at first, but I had the wrong size. He got the, wrong, the right size for me, and I love it. I sleep on it every night. I never have problems with my neck anymore. It's great. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets with the promo, that, uh, the promo code BECK with that you'll also get a copy of mike lindell's uh, new book for free enter the promo code beck or call 800-966-3117 get great radio specials right now promo code beck at mypillow.com blaze slash glenn is the place to go to listen and
1: watch glenn tv use the promo code glenn to save 10 bucks
0: So today I've been uh, spending some time here on what's happening in our schools. And you as a parent, I know you've got to feel like you are just just burned out. Just burned out. Um, but you can't be. Um, we have got to stop what is happening in our schools or we lose our country and our children. You know, I, I said to you recently that I am not going to pay for my kids' education Unless they go to some place like Hillsdale. Um, I just, I won't do it. Uh, there's too much, even, even some of these church, including my church, um, I will not send my kids to that school. Won't, because they have been hijacked. And they are now teaching my children the exact opposite of what I've spent 18 years trying to instill in them. And I'm not going to pay somebody to undo all of that. I am not anti-education by any stretch of the imagination. But I would rather not have my kids think in a box. And a box created by a bunch of socialists and radicals. But this is now happening at the lowest levels. Kindergarten and Tomorrow, I'm going to show you some things that will melt your eyes. I can't even show you all of the things. I have to blur several parts of the show tomorrow of stuff that is being introduced to your children. I can't show you the stuff that they're using in the third grade because I could be arrested for shopping child porn. It's insane, but it's It's not just the sexual thing, but the sexual thing we're going to hit hard tomorrow, you need to know this is very well organized, very well thought out. It is part of this whole system. This is not a separate attack, uh, and it's very well financed, and we'll show you who's financing, what it's, what's going on, who's behind all of it. And there's really a couple of a couple of ways to stop it. Every single parent gets involved in every single school and says no. But I don't think that's going to be enough. I think the unions have got to be dismantled. I think the the uh, Department of Education, that should be number one priority. The Department of Education should be abolished. Period. You have to have control locally. Now, there's something else that we're going to touch on tomorrow that I want you to understand. It's called SEL, social emotional learning. It has now been adopted in all 50 states for pre-K education. It's been implemented in K through 12 education in around 18 states and counting. But despite the marketing and the name social-emotional learning, it is not about kids understanding their feelings. <laughs> it's a Trojan horse for the latest woke ideology. Think, it, think of it as Sunday school for the religion of wokeness. According to the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning, SEL is... The process through which all young people and adults acquire and apply the knowledge, skills, and attitudes to develop healthy identities, manage emotions, and achieve personal and collective goals, feel and show empathy for others, establish and maintain supportive relationships, and make responsible and caring decisions. Well, that sounds nice. Let's read on. SEL advances educational equity... And excellence SEL can help address various forms of inequity and empower young people and adults to co-create thriving schools and contribute to safe, healthy and just communities. James Lindsay has this um, has this rule for interpreting flowery social justice language like this. Replace the worst, the word equity with the word socialism equity is short for managing affairs to produce equal outcomes, which looks exactly strangely like socialism. If we use that rule, then the first sentence reads SEL advances educational socialism and excellence. Now that makes more sense. SEL is being peddled by organizations like Panorama Education, co-founded by Merrick Garland's son, just by the way, and the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning funded by Bill and Melinda Gates. By the way, they uh, are lobbying for SEL to be implemented in every school district across the country. SEL is scary enough on its own, but what is really, truly frightening is this is one of the more frightening pieces of Common Core coming into play it's push to connect sel to data hear me you if you are not reading books by real futurists right now technology futurists you have no idea what is coming your way and you you would have to read the most dystopian uh, novels to be able to get uh, your arms Around what is happening with data and our kids data mining is coming to our schools and social media has taught us that data collection isn't about tailoring your experience online is it they have an algorithm they're not tailoring it to me or to you they're tailoring it to them so they can control what you see and what you think. The data quality campaign funded by Bill and Melinda Gates is one of the main groups lobbying for more data on our students. Now, what have we heard from Bill Gates during Common Core? That we need this data to be able to put our children onto the track for their career as early as third grade. So just like the Chinese system, oh, you have an aptitude towards that. Here you go. You're going to be that. He says the website data work is equity work. Replace it. Data work is socialist work. For years black students and other students of colors rural uh, rural uh, rural students non-traditional students and others have faced inequities in their treatment and opportunities to learn the first dress and uh, first step to addressing these inequities is data it's not enough to collect education and workforce data it must be used to inform decision making that fosters equitable outcomes socialist outcomes and life sustaining careers Data is about equity, equity equals socialism, Okay, which means it's all about control by the elites, just like in social media. The more data somebody has on your student, your kid, the more they'll be able to shape their thoughts and change their behaviors. They can control them. The data quality campaign argues that lots of people really need this data, not just parents and teachers, but policymakers and workforce leaders, they say. State leaders can leverage data to create more effective and equitable education and workforce systems and that leaders at all levels have a responsibility to ensure that everyone can access data that answers their questions. May I ask you, with all of the data that they have on each of us, do you feel any leader, with all the data they have, are actually answering your questions? Why would we allow them to do the same thing to our children? What they're doing is they're collecting data on our kids and they'll give it to whoever needs it to organize them as young as possible. And they'll put them into whatever career and ultimately the life that will be most equitable. And they plan to shape our kids into whatever pieces fit best into their big, equitable game. And no one will win except for them. On their website, they say, quote, We envision a world where data is used to drive systematic change, economic mobility, and student success. Huh. Huh. That kind of reminds me of Nebuchadnezzar. Let us build bricks and we'll build a tower to reach the sky. Notice that if you really cared about the children, because this is about data mining on children, wouldn't that read, we envision a world where data is used to drive student success? Economic mobility and systematic change. No, they lead with data will drive systematic change, economic mobility, and student success. Students are last. Notice the trend. Notice that students are last with the teachers unions. This is the CRT playbook. They use kids as a cover for radical change. They know if they get our kids, we're done. It's sneaky. It's cowardly. It's far too predictable. But it's happening and it's evil. Just like we did for Common Core and CRT, we have to train ourselves to recognize the red flags in SEL language. We have to be clear that we do not want it in our schools and no one should have access to our children's data. No one except parents. And why are you collecting data on our kids? Here's the thing. We are winning the battle for our children's education, but there is so much ground to cover. And you can't tire out. You have to dedicate yourself You either pull your kids out of school and homeschool them yourself and then I think and get involved at the local school district. You campaign for the end of the uh, Department of Education. You you demand a return to local control. We must stop all of this. This week on my Wednesday night special, I'm going to expose the larger plot to brainwash our kids. This is much bigger than SEL, CRT or SCSE. All of these things are huge, but they all fit in to one plan. Education activists don't see your children as individuals. They use them in whatever way they see fit to build their socialist future. It's dystopian, and quite honestly, none of us will want our children facing what they are going to face if this isn't stopped. This Wednesday, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV, Project Groomer, exposing the secret plan to brainwash your kids. Global events have the potential to impact you through cyber attacks. And while most experts agree that the majority of cyber attacks are targeted at business institutions and our utility infrastructure, they also agree it's more important than ever in this day and age to practice good cyber hygiene, which means using things like multi-factor authentication, updating software, creating strong passwords and using a VPN. Uh, Also, you might want to think about getting LifeLock. It is so important to understand that cybercrime and identity theft are are a part of our lives and are going to play a bigger role in our lives. But that's why LifeLock is here. They can't catch everything, but no one can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, the restoration specialist uh, can work with you to help fix your problem quickly. Join Lifelock by Norton now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 1 800 Lifelock or head to lifelock.com. 1 800 Lifelock or lifelock.com. Use the promo code back and save 25%. The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blaze
0: TV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Seven. Oh, Stu! I've got an exclusive from CNN. You do? Yes. Oh, yes. wow! It's devastating because I have
1: to go to the bathroom, and that way I don't have to listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to oh, be okay. s- oh, remain seated for this. This is, mm. uh, I mean, it, this is coming from the House Select Committee on January 6th. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Now so, I really have to
1: go. No, <laughs> uh, they have.
0: They've, you know, they're looking into that quote violent insurrection, mm-hmm. uh, and they have exposed. Well, a CNN exclusive and a team of four reporters have published the most recent revelations from the January 6th committee mm-hmm. uh, that implicate Utah Senator Mike Lee oh. and Texas Congressman Chip Roy. They were inside the Capitol? They were No, they were guilty oh. of fomenting the Capitol unrest, according to CNN. My understanding yeah. is they were inside the Capitol. Yeah, well, they were. Yeah. I mean, they were they were doing yeah. their jobs and but they still. were afraid. I, I actually spoke to Mike Lee while it was going on. Mm. Uh, we need ammo. We need fraud examples. We need it this weekend. The story is headlined what the Meadows text reveal about how two Trump congressional allies lobbied the White House to overturn the election. Now, is that is that really what happened? Well, to start, CNN acknowledged both lawmakers supported legal challenges to the election, but ultimately came to sour on the efforts and the tactics deployed by Trump and his team. The authors uh, started the next paragraph with, we're driving a stake in the heart of the Federal Republic. That's what that's what Chip Roy texted Meadows on January one. Wow. So he was so upset. Uh, about... Uh, yeah, Donald Trump's loss. Right, that, that he wanted was, to overturn the election. Well, it's not exactly... Uh, not, if you read the whole, which is not uh, in the CNN piece, okay. if you read the whole thing, okay. if POTUS allows this to occur, we'll, we're will we driving a stake into the heart of the Federal Republic. Wait, so he was saying if the election so, was overturned without merit... Yes, that would... he was actually saying mm. POTUS can't do this after January 1st, or we destroy the Republic. Mm. It was not encouraging, he was discouraging. But Mm. other than the exact opposite of the truth, CNN's got it nailed.